All right, so we're back here once again on another Couch Coach Live here under the lights here. Uh, what's going on, Maui? What's up, man? Nothing much, man. Just, you know, the same old, just working. Same old, ain't doing much. Yeah, yeah. You know, how was the um um the commanders? What is it? What is it called? I'm sorry. Um, commanders in the chat. Good, good. We got actually gonna have a um, got to rest up tonight because we got a live stream tomorrow. Right, right. Um, starting at eight o'clock, we got a Thursday night football game. So, uh, right, right. in tradition like we did last year, so uh, we do a live stream on their uh, commanders ITC on our YouTube X page and Facebook. So that started yeah. at eight o'clock. So we'll get that going. Um, you know, pretty much t- we're gonna be doing play by play. We'll probably just be we'll be rambling our mouths and you know, right. and people will be engaging with us. So we'll you know we'll have a little fun. So. I think it's genius, man. I need, to, I need to really. Um, sometimes I catch it late. I need to push it, man, because you know we got a lot of commander fans that probably really would like to t- tag in or tap in or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. So tomorrow will be a little. You know, because normally we our Thursdays is our preview matchup. But right, right. since we actually have a game on Thursday night, uh, why not? It's, it's a special occasion. It's, it's very rare that the commanders are on, on prime time. So why not, you know, bring out, you know, bring out the kid and caboodle. So right, yeah, right, it'll right. be fun. That's good. That's good. So I have my caffeine ready. I have a cup of coffee probably ready. Uh, you know, stuff to keep me awake because, you know, that's past my bedtime. Right, right. <laughs> it's a little tough. It's a little tough sometimes. <laughs> you know, staying up about a little after eleven thirty, but you know, we'll make it do what it do. So we're here. Right, yeah, right. man. Yeah. So uh we got a great show lined up for you tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh we'll talk about Rodney Harrison and his comments uh towards uh Zach Wilson. Um uh NFL fans, including ourselves, uh are you guys feeling the Taylor Swift fatigue or are you embracing this uh, new phenomenon that's going on with the N- the NFL merger, essentially with Taylor Swift. Uh, so we'll talk about that. Uh, Drew Holiday uh, was traded to the Boston Celtics, as we kind of talked about it last week. We figured Drew Holiday was going to be going on the move, mm-hmm. especially um, you know him being traded to Portland. So he'll be on the move. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jimmy Emo Butler. Uh, we'll kind of get into uh, what we've seen at Media Day there. Uh, we'll we'll uh, do dive into that. Uh, our games to, to watch this week, and uh, we'll do our pick seven. We got some we great weekend slate of games, both in the collegiate level and also in the NFL level. So we'll do that, and then we'll put a nice bowl on tonight with our game ball. Definitely, uh, one of my teasers be it's a record breaking performance that we haven't seen in quite some time in nearly almost 20 years. So I'm gonna tease that. So, what we're gonna do, we'll keep the intro, and then we come back off, the, off that. We'll do our start, line, start lineup, and then we'll. Yeah, get into the show. We'll be right back here on Couch Coach Live. We'll be right back.
we back here. Your man Chris, Couch Coach Powell, Couch Coach Live University. <laughs> um, Deshaun, Big Maui, Morgan, Hoodbridge. All right, so we're here. All right, so we got to get into it. Um, so we definitely got to talk about this uh, Zach Wilson situation that has happened. And it's funny how we kind of do it in, in, in this order. Um, also, the the the, top, the two starting topics are going to be uh, something relative to Sunday Night Football. So, the first thing, which even though this happened, it didn't happen in chron- chronological order, but um, this situation um, took place at the end of the game, um, where if you look, remember the Sunday Night Football game where the Chiefs eked out a win against the <clears throat> New York Jets on Sunday Night Football, uh, Zach Wilson had. A pretty good game. He was 28 for 39, 245 yards, and two mm-hmm. touchdowns. Um, even though it was marred by a, a muff, a, a, a fumble punt, I'm not fumble punt, but a fumble snap that essentially put sealed the win for the Kansas City Chiefs. So, um, obviously, um, the NBC crew uh, interviewed Chris Jones. Chris Jones is there. Uh, you know, that defensive end for the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, so they, Ryan Harris interviewed him. And what we'll do, we're going to roll that tape real quick. And also, keep in mind, fair use. So it's fair use. So we're going to um, play that audio for you right now. Continuing to get better week in and week out, and he's continuing to lead week in and week out. But watching that tape, man, you got to look at this dude and say, "Oh, he is garbage." Like we should, we should really tear him apart earlier. Like I said, Zach Wilson is special, man. You just got to give the guy time. You know what I wait, mean? Wait, 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 wait. Did you say Zach Wilson is special? Yeah. I think he had a special night, but I don't think he's special. I've got to prove that over. You're special because you proved it over a course. <laughs> He's not special. I'm just saying, Chris. Hey, listen. I'm just saying. I'm a- Was Zach better tonight than with Tiffany Watson? All right. So we got that pulled up. So let me get your thoughts on this situation. So, Mal, what's your thoughts on Rodney Harrison uh, pretty much uh, calling Zach Wilson garbage? Right. You know, Her- um, Rodney Harrison's been there for a good minute, man. And. Um, for what my research I did today, they said he played that way, and he and, and he is who he is. So he was being brutally honest. Um, that's why he's there, and that's how he feels. And just be, and he's right. You know, I I, I don't say um, negative things about Zach Wilson. He beat us last year. You know, I thought we should have you know beat the hell out of the Jets. You know, the Steelers, and he came back to beat us. And I saw flashes of greatness. You know what I mean? Um, or just to say flashes that he can be. Um, he could win a game, and he could be a quarterback um, in in the NFL. Um, and I think Chris, from Chris Jones' standpoint, is something that you can see like prime, like um, Deion Sanders do. Like the game is over, and you have to respect your peers. You have different type of athletes, different type of players that basically motivate themselves for specific way. Ronnie Harrison played defense, and how his personality was as he was speaking, a realist and honest, and blah blah blah. He was, some people say, was a dirty player. So, like, even with the context of how he was speaking and what he was saying, you could say, man, that's kind of dirty. You're taking it too far. But that's just who he is. If, you know, you either go, you're going to get it for what it is. You know what I mean? Like, I, I can't really. But it was brutally honest what he was saying. 
he was like, yeah, he had a special night, but he's not special. Well, Chris Jones may complete completely different, you know, how he look at it, and he's looking at Zach Wilson as a peer, as um, brotherhood, in another NFL player, just like a boxer may talk trash in the beginning, but afterwards they respect one another because they get in the square circle. You understand what I'm saying? So I guess you could say for me, I feel like when you're brutally honest, sometimes you it, it can come off harsh. You know what I mean? And I think that's basically Rodney was just being himself and he was being brutally honest. And right now, the way the climate is of uh, this world, sometimes they don't want you to be brutally honest. Yeah. I thought Rodney Harrison comments were out of line. I think it was just, it wasn't necessary, in my personal opinion, for him to call him garbage and call him trash. Now, remember, he's mm-hmm. not a player; he's mm-hmm. on a he's on yeah. he, he's on Sunday Night Football. He is right. an analyst. He's supposed to have a ha- have an opinion. He can't have that type of. He, to me, it looked like he tried to bait Chris Jones to saying stuff like right, that. Like, yeah, and you you can't do <laughs> stuff like that. So, to me, I thought Rodney Harrison comments were just um was uh, was was not needed. Now right. I can understand if he was like a normal person that, that has never played the game of football that, right. Oh yeah, he's garbage. No, you in, right. out of all people, you understand how hard it is to play this sport. That's why right. in, in essence, we kind of have you on the show to give that type of analysis to say, Hey, yes, granted this and third. And we know that it is a hard job to play quarterback in the, in the national football league. Right. And it's okay to, say stuff about that but you can't call somebody garbage right. like the wording of that is garbage i don't i didn't, I didn't like the connotation behind that right and and chris jones was right week right. in and week out he's getting better right and that's the thing we get it and i can understand this isn't like joe Namath talking about it because joe name is not on nbc joe right. Namath can say whatever he want to say right. because he's not on a nationally syndicated where then this especially in this game where you had over 27 million people watching this football game Right. You are a paid analyst. This is not right. you're not supposed to sit there and say this guy is trash. Right. Like that you're you're a part of the media. Like you this this you where you don't you don't cross that line and then try to bait a guy like a Chris Jones into that because you and it's almost like he tried to set him up for that. And mm-hmm. that shows me like that's something that you don't do either. And like you and like he said, Chris Jones was right because you have to be a special player to be drafted. At that level, he's a dumb, remember, he's a still number two overall pick. He's mm-hmm. getting better. Like there's, you know, so to me, the fact of him calling him that, I just thought that was totally out of line. Right. It's something where I think Rodney Harrison should have just say, "Hey," and I, I, I was cool with how he said in the beginning. The right. thing is, this is the thing that got me with the situation was Rodney Harrison started off perfect. He's like, "Okay, so what did you see?" Like. Did he kind of ex- did you expect like this type of performance uh, on him? Because obviously, historically, he hasn't been the best. Right. And then Chris Jones said, "Hey, he said what he said." But then Rodney Harrison doubled down and right. said, "Well, he's trash." And I'm like, "Hold up!" Then he triples it. Well, and we say, you know, Chris Jones said he's a special player. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's a special. He had a special performance, but he's not a special player over the course of time. Right. But garbage thing is the one that got me. So it's like. Right. Thing I don't understand about that. Um, I'm just I I don't I don't like it. I like to me, I think yeah. it is as a terrible t- I'm not I'm not even gonna argue that. And you're right. Do, mm-hmm. Let me ask you a question. Do you feel like because it was on uh you said it was on Sunday night football? Yeah. All right. So you, what if he was on a podcast? Would you feel different? Podcast is a little bit different, but that's that's what I want to know. Like if you, I, I, think, I don't I, I think even with him even with his title, 
Right. It still is going to be something, but obviously it's going to be magnified because obviously with the audience of Sunday Night Football. Yeah, right, right. That's, that's what I mean. So you think, uh, like you said in the beginning, he was, and and I think that's maybe somewhat important because it seemed like when you on like um, Sunday Night Football or um, a certain show in the daytime, you don't really want to carry that type of energy where it seemed like when they get on podcasts, um, they take their coat off. They seem more comfortable when they come off a little more, feel a little more down to earth and brutally honest. In in a way, do you think in that particular moment that shouldn't have happened? And maybe being on a podcast, it would have been a little different because you you know you understand what I'm saying? I don't like necessarily. Th- I, I think even because they would clip that. Right. I think he still would get something because of his position. Okay. Because what is that? Because like I said, like. When Joe Namath was asked that, it's okay for Joe Namath yeah. to say that because right. he's yeah. not on a major network. He's not. A, he's not a paid analyst. Right. Like you know, so that's where I think my the biggest issue with that. It's okay to kind of say, hey, like he said at the beginning, it's okay to say, hey, you know, like like he said, you know, did you expect Zach Wilson in essence to have a you know that you know to to kind of put the Cliffhills version on it. Did you expect them to have a game like he did? Did that surprise you? They did because that makes sense because you look at the history of Zach Wilson. Obviously, you look at last week. Mm-hmm. I think he had no touchdowns or interceptions. Then the Dallas game, I think he threw for like three interceptions. So, right. yeah. So, that point. But then when you say garbage, right. that's where I think that's to me, that's the thing that, that drew the line and sent me for like, yo, you're trying to bait him into doing into him saying that. So, and I, I thought that was I, not cool at all. I think, and that's, I think Chris Jones might actually, his name is Chris Jones, right? I don't want to. Yeah, like, Chris Jones, yeah. I, yeah I'm Chris hoping, Jones. I'm hoping, I mean, I look like to me, he actually might have a future in being an analyst. He did a really good job the way he was speaking and everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. How to break it down. He didn't feel very, um, uh, he didn't, he didn't really lose his cool or feel a little bit too uncomfortable. I think he was a little shocked at the aggression that Rodney was, was um, Harrison was speaking on. But like I said, when I did my little research, they was like, "Man, that's Rodney Harrison. Like he he played the game. He was one known as one of the dirtiest players. You know what I mean? Headhunter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's no excuse. It's really no excuse. I understand what everybody's saying, and they have been going hard on Zach. You know what I mean? But I was just saying in general, like he was being brutally honest. He just made it took it too far, and I'm sure all the heat that he's getting, and he's he's either going to, um. He's either going to curve a little bit or he's going to say, yeah, I need to pull back a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah, that's one of the things, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, Ron Harrison, he, he got to chill with that for sure. Yeah, he messed around, get fired, do they let niggas? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and what's going on, cool? Cool. <laughs> My, okay, I'm going to say it right this time. My NFL matchup madness brethren and also my nfc east brethren so shout out to i got cool right um yeah because if, if i if i would have missed that up again i would have i would have been like i would have been like uh shannon shop banging the desk because that, that's a tongue twister for sure <laughs> <laughs> so and we talk and it's funny you know we talked about the sunday night football game the ending of it but we got to talk about pretty much essentially i want to say pretty much the the bulk of the game so obviously so we kind of set this up in a sense. So, uh, so essentially, that what uh, it's not official. This is more so. This is alleged. 
So there was rumblings going into the NBA NFL season that Taylor Swift and uh, and Travis Kelsey were dating. So there was rumors last couple of weeks. So it kind of kind of got to us the beginning of this situation. Kind of began last Sunday when the Bears and the Chiefs played at Arrowhead. Mm-hmm. Taylor Swift is in the stands with. Um, with Jason and Travis' mother, Mother Kelsey, in the stands with him, and how J.J. Watt would describe it as she was cheering as if he was going, like he came back from the war. <laughs> shout out to J.J. Shout out, shout out to J.J. Watt. That's a J.J. Redick or J.J. Watt, my bad. Yeah, J.J. Watt. So J.J. Watt said, hey, she celebrated like he just got back from the war. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So that game happened. So in in that time, and this is after the week three game, I think that was probably the most. Um, so first off, Travis Kelsey, he he increased his social media presence by three hundred thousand plus followers <laughs> on on, mm-hmm. on his platforms. Uh, there was a four hundred percent increase of his jersey sales. Yeah, he number one. And yeah, and huh? And he number one. He's he was in the top five at that time. That was at the time okay. he was top five. And jersey sales. Okay. Okay. So then fast forward, we got, you know, this week. So obviously, we know the Chiefs is on Sunday night football. Okay, so Sunday night football, it was it was um they showed Taylor Swift 17 times mm-hmm. in this matchup. They even prefaced this matchup in the beginning as a a, a Taylor made Sunday night football matchup. Taylor made, right? Mm-hmm. Taylor made 27 million viewers in yeah. this game alone compared to last week's week four last year's week four matchup was 22 million. Mm-hmm. They're estimating that 19, I think 19 or 20 million viewers were, were women, mm-hmm. right? Saying the NFL on their social media, they have certain phrases saying. Chiefs are two and O Swifties, and Swifties is a reference to her fan base. They're called the Swifties. Uh, it, I'm at a point. So I, after all this, and then you, obviously the curiosity is going to be situation. And the Chiefs, I think the Chiefs play the Vikings this week, mm-hmm. but next Thursday night they got a game. Um, I think it's, I think it's either Denver. I think that's a Thursday night football game. If if she's at Arrowhead. A week from tomorrow, that might shatter Amazon's record. I since the advent of Amazon Prime, this might be the biggest game watching Amazon Prime. I, I really? kid you not. That's a possibility. But so we got all this going next, on, right? You said next Thursday. Yeah, next Thursday. They, I think they play the they play the the Broncos. I thought, oh. Do they play the Broncos? I think I, they play somebody next Thursday. I'm not sure. I know they play next Thursday night. Um. October the twelfth, and that probably by far might if, if Taylor, Taylor Swift is there, more than likely she will be, and she, that will be the highest watch Amazon Prime game since the beginning of of the Amazon Prime experience. So it's definitely going to beat to them some Mars record. So hey, you know it is what it is. I mean, it, it, it'll she's be gonna, yeah, she's yeah. going to be there. She's gonna yeah. Be there. And that'll bring so many ass to Amazon Prime. And that's why I'm, I'm curious about that number. So with all this going on and essentially us, ca- us 
you know, diehard NFL fans now were linked with these Taylor Swift fans. Are you at a point now? Is this are you in a Taylor Swift fatigue or are you just rocking with it? What you got? I mean, I feel like it's um the in the NFL and um and Taylor Swift are capitalizing on each other. Like I'm not I'm I, I think it's great business. I mean, that's like people getting upset about the Colorado and Dion and all the celebrities and all the things going on there, you know? Nah, like, and she got a concert movie that come out on the 13th. She will be there on the 12th. She will be there on the 12th. Like, you know, like, and I didn't even know she, they said she grossed, like, I think her last two cons, her tours grossed like $4 billion. Like, I didn't know this. So, like, you that's that's a lot of money that you want to kind of want to tag into. And I feel like in business, too, man, like, you put your projections out there, so you already know what you're going to get. But if you have an opportunity to get casuals that usually don't watch, you know what I mean? Like, you know they didn't plan to have 27 million views. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They weren't planning that. So, of course, you got to be open to bring in um, some, 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 some new some – new, um, Open some doors for some new, 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 um, um, new opportunities, you know. So, hey, I'm not, I'm not knocking it. Um, it's all regardless, man. If you want to see raw, raw competition sports, maybe go watch high school, but it's entertainment and it needs to be bigger than life. Like, think about it from a fan perspective, you know. I mean, really, everybody because we was locked down in 2020, so every we want everything to be big now, you know what I mean? Like, even when I'm watching it, I mean, I know it probably aggravates some people to see, you know, them constantly keep putting the um, camera on her. But I don't think Travis is too happy about it. I think he seemed like he's the type of dude that like to kind of pull back. So it might mess up their relationship if they really kicking it like that. But you know what I mean? I'm good with it. I'm kind of, I got somewhat of fatigue of it. At first, last week, I, last week I leaned to it and I thought it was the most coolest thing. I think they just need to tone it down. And I'm okay yeah. with this situation. I think the situation, I think the thing that kind of bugged me in this game was obviously when Isaiah Pacheco scored, right? Mm-hmm. He scored mm-hmm. the touchdown. And then they just showing Taylor Swift, like, you know, just hyping. I was like, okay. <laughs> like, I mean, it's okay. Like, you, 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 you're showing one person 17 times. Like, you're showing her just as much as you're showing the players on the field. I, I get it, and I think the, I think it was cool because I think when I seen it on the on uh, last Sunday uh, when they played the Bears, you got like a small sample size, and it, oh that's cute. This and third, but the the Sunday night football thing it was in your face. It was like, I mean, I think that obviously they had to tell us with her. Um, she had a concert. I think she re- back, restarted her concert starting November the first or something, something like that. But anyway. It's like you know that's coming. Oh, I think it might be in October. I'm not sure, but that's him or there. Mm-hmm. And then him, you know. So a part of me, I think if it's if these if they do it, these primetime situations gotta chill. I think I I'm a little bit of fatigue of it. I really I'm curious how this is gonna play out next Thursday, because that's another primetime game. So and I get where, you know, as far as with the NFL and the NFL, and we know. They're all about the money. So it's not like, you know, we – I know a lot of people say it's taken away from the game, but the NFL can do anything in the sense to kind of bring in entertainment because now you have a different group of people that that, that never watch football. Like you said, like 
you think to yourself, like, the jersey sales to Jason Kelsey. I mean, not Jason Lloyd, Travis Kelsey. I know uh, Mr. Okay, Mr. Fazdez, Aaron Rodgers called him. So shout, <laughs> out to, shout out to Aaron Rodgers. But um, I'm a, I'm, I'm a little fatigued about it. I'm I'm glad it's it's not as bad as it was on Sunday night. I think Sunday night just made it like okay, it's in your face. We need to kind of like kind of like level it back a little bit. It's cool to kind of show from time to time. But it's gonna show her 17 times. I and I know this is gonna set up her mm-hmm. potentially performing the Super Bowl halftime show not this in 2025. Right. It's a lot, it's a lot, you know. So right. yeah. They said they asked her, she turned it down twice. So I, but, I think I think um, like I said, she got her concert movie coming out on the 13th. You know, the day after they yeah. played the Broncos. So it's probably gonna calm down after that. Like it's, it's just, I think a lot of it is promotion. That she'll probably make her way back, but um, yeah, man, it's just it's just promotion. And I think it's doing a great yeah. job. You know, it's just that they got excessive. You know what I mean? They just got excessive. Yeah, like every much. time something happens, you know what I mean? Every time, like it's like uh, watching the, the Cowboys. It's a touchdown or something bad. Who they show? They look. They put the camera looking for Jerry. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that one is not like, and I can understand the cowboy one because it's kind of one of those. It's within the game, right. but like Taylor Swift, like showing her seventeen times, that's a little od. I'm cool. Like, I don't. I think they play the Vikings this week, so I, you know, it's kind of. I know that won't be as much. Mm-hmm. That Thursday night game, it might be card. Right, we might need to kind of, kind of lower this down a little bit, but um. Right. But yeah, I, you know that's the thing where hey, it's it's a, it's, a, it's to me it's a business deal. It's, I call it a merger, almost in the sense where we're colliding two worlds. And hey, it is what it is. But you know, right. um, I just I'm just glad she's not dating the commander because we 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 don't need that. We don't need that drama at, at this point. We don't need that. We need to focus. I feel you for sure. But um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. Well, um, so that would switch the focus a little bit to the association. So obviously, Drew Holiday, um, which is crazy. We talked about last week. Obviously, Dame, you know, was our pretty much our breaking news story on last week where Dame literally got traded to the Milwaukee Bucks. One of the pieces that went to Portland was Drew Holiday, and you know, so at the time, we even mentioned, hey, you know, I, we don't think Portland is done. As far as this trade, like we all kind of the consensus was saying, hey, I Drew Hollis probably get moved to a potential a contender, what have you. So, and we were right. So on Sunday, um, as we get as we were wrapping up the Falcons and the Jaguars in London, um, this happened. So Drew Holiday uh, got traded to the Boston Celtics. So essentially, what the Blazer received was Robert Williams the third, Malcolm Brogdon. Golden State's 2024 first round pick and Boston's 2000 uh, 2009 first round pick, aka an eighth grader. I did the research, so that kid will come out probably t- 2028. Mm-hmm. So that kid will be a freshman next year. So they tra- got an pretty much got an eighth grade in the deal, essentially. Right. So, uh, what's your thoughts on Drew Holiday of uh, going to Boston? Um, I'm happy for him, man. Um, Boston. Rather than playing being with Portland, at least Boston is in the mix to try to, you know, win the championship. They've been in the mix, what, about what about 10, 15 years, I guess you could hmm. say. 
they've been like really in the mix to win a championship. Um, Boston in the like what about ten like last 10, 15 years, just about about maybe longer. Uh, well, I know they had somewhat of like a little downside, but I guess you, I guess you could, could, could um, merge the KG years and all that, like two thousand seven, yeah. two thousand eight. So yeah. I'm happy because I, 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 I like Drew Holiday. I don't think the Bucks should have let him go, but you know it is what it is. So I'm happy with for the lick. Um, you know I'm not too fond of porn Zingas. Um, but everybody else was like is a little solid. You know what I mean? They they still kept them two guys. Um, I feel like um, he's a he's a I think he's a better scoring defender than smart to me. You know what I mean? Um, he's not just, he doesn't have that, that rah, rah, like, you know how some, he's a good, he's a great defensive player, but he doesn't have that aggression, like a smart or um, what's my man. They used to play with Memphis. Uh, you know how my brain gets sometimes. Um, they play for Houston now. Uh, um, uh, dude. Um, Dylan Brooks. Yeah. Brooks. Okay, he doesn't yeah, have okay. that wild side. Like, you know, um when it comes to defense, but I'm I'm happy for him, man. Like he he Portland is we don't know what Portland gonna be. They really, really truly they they really the as of right now you can look at them like the Detroit of the West Coast. You know what I mean? So I'm happy for him. Yeah, I think it's a good day. I know a lot of people, I know like especially I, I got JP, he ain't like the deal. Um, but I, I think I honestly like it. I think like you say it is upgrade from a. Uh, Marcus Smart, especially from an offensive standpoint, where right. um he'll be great in in um in, you know pick and pop type of situation right. where hey you can you know he'll just be at the top of the key do his thing, and the crazy thing about even with his game he can you also have him you know they'd be great for their floor spacing, and then he actually pretty good in the post in a weird way. As a, and when you think about a guard, right. you don't never think right. about how a guy, guy has a, has a post appearance. Yeah. yeah, I mean in the modern era, you know as far right. as now, you know with everything that's going on now. Um, he'll definitely be great with space on the floor. Um, I still, and then you, you still have Derek White, so I still think he will right. be as far as I don't necessarily you would you want essentially Drew essentially handling your point guard duties because obviously he does struggle when it comes to like turnovers and stuff. He's like right. a very turnover prone. So, right. but if they can have an offense, then obviously I think Joe Missoula, um, a, you know, have a situation where he'll put him in positions where I don't think uh, the turnovers will be an issue. You can, mm-hmm. you know, you can. Get him kind of pick and pop. He'll be, you know, doing back screens. So I definitely think Boston has a lot of versatility. I think this is where this is kind of move that they needed, um, especially considering the fact that you know, especially when you look at all the changes. With especially you look at like Milwaukee, you got to have some. You know, you got to keep up with these changes, and you know, so you know that's one thing too where you can't be stagnant and stay, you know, stale. You know, like they have so. I definitely think this is a good move for Boston. I know a lot of people, like I mentioned, um, you know, when I got JP, but I think this, I think it's a great move. Right? To me, it's definitely, I know they lost. I think my biggest fear was them losing Marcus Smart, um, you know, but I think he definitely fills that bill. And obviously, you know, obviously the guys they've lost, like Malcolm Brogdon, uh, Grant Williams, uh, you know, uh, Robert Williams III. So, um, they just got and the thing about it, and you just gonna, you know, a lot of guys gonna have to step up off that bench as well. So, I definitely think that start lineup is good. It's just some guys gonna have to step up, and um, I, it might be a Boston Milwaukee Eastern Conference final. So, I think when I, that's you know, I'm looking forward to those matchups this season. So, 
Um, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be definitely a little bit, a little bit of intrigue in the Eastern Conference. I know right. the, the West is really the, the 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 sexiness of the league. We got so many good, good, you know, probably ten deep teams in the in the Western Conference. A little bit compared to how the East is not. In a sense, you probably got four or five solid good teams that you think you can run. But you can really make a case for just about anybody in the Western Conference, probably eight, nine deep, um, you know, if they get the right matchup or what have you. So definitely looking forward to this, for sure. Right, me too, man. It's right around the corner, too. What you, yeah, what, I think how we you, got three How do you think this, this um, tournament is going to be? Are you excited about that? Uh, Low-key. Um... Yeah. I think it, it, it'll help as far as I think it'll be it'll be worth watching. Mm-hmm. Um, I think from the sense of oh, uh, post it. Ah, let me get out of that first. All right, there you go. All right, so um, I think it, it'll add a little intrigue to what is normally a boring regular season because at that point, because you really you really don't focus a lot because now you're thinking of you you know obviously we're we're deep in the NFL landscape uh definitely college football is, you know as far as getting to that i wouldn't say the home stretch but getting to a point where uh especially you know we're about a bump away from getting the uh college football you know rankings so that's gonna kind of add more entry weekend and we got with that but yeah and then I, I do like the fact that they're doing this on non-football days which i think and i i hate to say this out loud i think that's what the wnba should have done with, with the WNBA finals. Like, I mean, honestly, I don't think they should have started game one on Sunday. Oh, I just, I think that is a terrible thing to do. I think I, I want to say that another one in Vegas starts at like three. Well, I think is it three o'clock. Well, no, it's, I think six o'clock East standard time. Mm-hmm. I don't, I forgot what day, but it's on a Sunday, regardless of, I don't care what time it is on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. That's where, I, that's why I think the NBA got smart with this type of situation where, it's really, you know, they're having the games on Tuesdays and Fridays. So it won't essentially, from a television standpoint, it won't interfere with, you know, the college game. Even though you might have some 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 Friday night um, college, but they normally aren't like sit-down games that you really want to watch. I mean, you know, it's not, never no two top, you know, 25 teams essentially. I mean, it's rare, but, you know. Right. Yeah, I definitely like it. I mean, it's it's something kind of it, it in the middle of the week, you know, and kind of that's a kill time. But it'll be it'll be some intrigue. And then you know, you still got some college basketball, and it's really in its infant stages where you might have some good good games then. But yeah, right. so like even um, what is it? What is it? In two years, they're going to expand the college of football tournament playoff. I mean, I mean. Is it next? I think it's the next year. I think. I think it's yeah, this is final year. Yeah, this final year. Yeah, so yeah, it's final year. Five, right? That'd be twenty-five, right? Or, or yeah, twenty-four. Well, yeah, it'd be twenty-twenty-four season. Yeah, so right. then the games would be in twenty-twenty-five. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Yep. It's all gonna change. This is the this is the final good year, I think, in my personal opinion. Wow. So man. enjoy so, it. So, like wow, think of a team like Colorado that you know, what I mean? and that maybe that's that's crazy. We'll talk about the later on. Yeah, the show yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Down, you know, and now all these teams moving to different conferences, and yeah. you're kind of building these super conferences, and it's it's almost like musical chairs. Some 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 of these teams, like some of these teams in the Pac-12, they need to 
figure out because uh, the, the they about to hit the iceberg and they don't have nowhere to go. Right. Uh. Yeah. It's gonna be very intriguing. There'll definitely be some stuff that's going definitely gonna be a a topic of discussion. So yeah. So you know. So we're here and. You know, normally, typically, you know, with you know, you, you you watch sports and you know, media days happening. You know, you know, this is the everything that happens. You know, it's you know, just a regular day. You know, everybody will know it's this is the season. Right. Teams are you know going to media day and everything. Um, and we always in the last two years we've always had somewhat of a pleasant surprise of certain things. You know, last year, uh, Jimmy Butler had what we called extension. Uh, type um, dreads. Thought that was, we thought that was a little crazy, and and what was so funny about all that? So obviously with media day, usually that's the time where you you know you'll take photos, and those will be a part. They'll those be your headshots for the rest of the year. So when you watch an NBA broadcast, um, those pictures are are, are are from media day. So you know we've seen even even up until the NBA finals. We see Jimmy 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 Butler with the extension of you know dreads with extensions. We just put it that way, dreads with extensions. We're not gonna, uh, you know, not gonna you know say sound. So when you watch an NBA telecast and courting, and also too when we talked about the tournament, and even if you know, in the NBA playoffs, if he makes an All Star appearance, this will be the image that you will see of Jimmy Butler uh, for the two thousand twenty. 2024 NBA season. I don't know why, but why does he look like the keyboard player of some damn night, some 80s band? Like he, he looked like he's seen back up for the culture club. Bruh. <laughs> yeah. Bruh. Hey, did he, go to, did he go to Holly Springs? I was playing. Hey, hell no. We don't do shit. I mean, oh, hey, you get ready to be cuts. Hell no. We don't do shit about now. No, <laughs> no, because yeah. I'm almost ain't gonna press our hair like that. Like we going to church? He no, like we that. don't. He looked like that dude that made that song. We don't have to fun. You made to it. Take our clothes off. Oh, yes, dude. Everyone <laughs> was standing on the internet yesterday. Um, uh, Jermaine Stewart. Yeah, that's wild. Look just like him, D. He do. And it's scary. Like he need to be in a biopic if they do one for Jermaine Stewart. Wow. Yeah. Like what? 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 Like it okay. made. What's going on? Like it made sense. It made sense with Dennis Rodman was doing it because it was, you know what I mean. But what's going on? Like, man, he ain't. You know, some he in Miami. Be you know sometimes. Remember old boy from um, Pretty Ricky, the one that yeah. Did, <laughs> You know, he took a couple of them, couple of them, them, them things, and he changed. Like, yeah, what's going on? Well, he's claimed it, he's going through an emo stage, which, and this is what he said. So, I'm just, I'm just passing along the information. This doesn't make sense to me, but I'm just, this is coming out of Jimmy Butler's mouth. Pause. He said he's he's in his emo stage. He's going through an emotional situation, and I don't know. It could be because obviously he he did attribute that it's been you know some a crazy week. So I'm assuming 
the crazy week involving Dame Lillard because obviously that happened a week ago today. Right. So I'm just I I don't I I'm just saying I'm just I'm just getting this from the source. I cannot decode this. Right. I don't understand this. We uncles. We unks. We 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 too old. Done well. Even though Jimmy Owell is like thirty plus, go to think well, about it. So he's not like a he's not like twenty some years old. Couldn't think about it. Of, so on all these podcasts, that. a lot of these podcasts, um, they speak about their um, their time when they played for Miami. They was like when they when uh, opposing team was like yo. When we got to Miami, we was going to the beach, the mall, and this. And he said, "You didn't see any Miami Heat players." And they was like, "Yeah, it's against the rules to go, to go to the beach and do all that type of stuff. Like, you have to have a certain amount of body fat." One percent. It's a lot of things that come with being there. You know what I mean? And yeah, he looks like he works hard, but I, when it comes to like um, um, structure and discipline, he don't seem like he's he likes that. You know what I mean? Now, I don't know if it has anything to do with that, but I don't even know if Pat Riley, like, you know, I know Pat Riley getting up there in age, too. You know what I mean? But they definitely somewhat fumbled that of uh, Damian Little did. Because Damian, out of his mouth, didn't he say that's where he wanted to go? Yeah. But it makes sense. But I, to be devil's advocate, I think in my personal opinion, the Milwaukee thing worked because of the assets that they got. And like, it ain't too far away from where you're from. He could drive. That too, but I think from a Milwaukee, well, from a Portland standpoint, you're not gonna just give me like Tyler Hero and think that that's enough. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just keeping it a buck because everybody kept on. Oh, uh, we're gonna put Tyler Hero in the deal. <laughs> you talk about this, the sandwich, like you know. I'm like, are you serious? Like, but I understand where they can because they was able to flip. They was able to get guys like DeAndre Aiden out of that three team right. deal. Right. Then you get you know Malcolm Brogdon, you get you know yeah. Robert Williams, on, and you flip, and you get an eighth grader, right. potentially. You know that could be could could be a world beater. You know because who knows how Boston gonna be in 2029. So so who has yeah. Miami got? That's I think okay. We we seventy have it was a rough week. Who who Miami has been. They went. Nobody. They went to the Eastern Conference, right? They went to the Eastern Conference. They went. They went. Yeah, the they was in the finals. Yeah, they was in the finals last year. So what? Yeah. So like, okay. So I think he, what he really saying is, let's look at the Bucks. The Bucks was number one all year, and then we we wasn't even supposed to be there. And he said, think how hard that he had to play to get them to where they were. Like Kyle Lowry, like I said, injury prone. He's been hurt for twenty years. <laughs> You know, but Tyler Hero, like Tyler Hero, was hurt too, right? Yeah, and he he came back with like game four, game right. five. Yeah, and 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 Butler, you know, I'm not a big Jimmy Butler fan too, but I always thought he was a dog. He had to turn it on and turn it off. And I remember listening to a podcast, and they was like, "Man, you know, Jimmy might have looked at that last that those last games like, yo, I could beat these dudes, but man, I'm not playing my, you know, what I mean, like, and it's crazy to think that way." But I believe yeah. they do think that way. Man, I'm not about to kill myself. Like these dudes, these GMs or somebody, they're gonna have to make, they're gonna have to do something. They're not gonna get rid of their coach. So what y'all gonna do? Like, you gotta get some better players around. And then anyway, they made it there really with hardly nobody. And the guys who because Gabe Vincent went to Lakers. Yeah. Uh somebody else 
Oh, I forgot somebody else left him too. Like they didn't really do much in the offseason. So and look like we said, and you and you seeing what everybody else has done, like it's it's there. But I mean the Jimmy Butler thing, he's just doing this to troll. I honestly, in my personal opinion, he's just doing this to troll because he go because he will go back to his regular hairstyle. Right. Come about December, January, when you're watching the Miami Heat game or ESPN or whatever a national thing, and you're gonna see a picture that, that's eerily similar to this, and you're just gonna laugh. Hmm. Jimmy's doing this to make uh make us laugh. He want to give us comic relief in the winter months, and you know, so you know. You think they're gonna use that picture on two K? Uh <laughs> they might do an update. They might do an update on it. Oh, that because you know two K already out, so. Yeah, it I might know. be on next year, but yeah, if they do an update, they might do an update. Who knows? I was fingernail. Yeah, because uh, yeah, this 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 is bizarre. I it's, it, to me, I it was funny. I like this guy. That's all I gotta say about him is man. This guy. <laughs> That's all you can say. This guy. This guy. Like, you know. This guy. This effing guy. But Hollis friends. Sh- okay. Hell no, we don't do stuff like that. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> he like he get ready to go to get ready. You know, his mama, you know, your mama pray your hair out for church and then you sweat out at church. He would have got a whooping having his hair like that. But hell no. But yeah, so we gotta give um so we gotta talk about our game to watch. So this segment of our game to watch is powered by Seat Geek. So head over to SeatGeek.com. Use the promo code Couch Coach. We'll talk about our games of the week. If there's a game of the week, hey, go to stuff. I mean, so Seat Geek. Right. Use that promo code Couch Coach. Get yourself twenty dollars off at checkout for your first purchase. So we'll talk about our games to watch. So what's your game to watch this weekend? Oh, man. Um, I went on a. I went on a. Um, I got two. I went on a a little. I went. I went different. I went. Um, the Texans versus the Falcons. They're both two and two. I think um, CJ, uh, I want to mess his name. CJ Stroud. I want to mess Stroud, yeah. CJ Stroud, yeah. Stroud um, rookie, rookie coach, Texans rookie coach. Rookie, he has thrown no interceptions. He's already above 1,200 yards, six TDs. Um, all three games, all four games, he's had over 100 passer rating. So let's want to see if he keep pushing. I know the Falcons lost um, to the Jags last week. So maybe they might bounce back. I think this is going to be an important game for both teams. Yeah. And um, I got one more. I'm sorry. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Do I have another one? I mean, you got the the Jags versus the Bills and the Ravens versus the Steelers, but you know. Okay. The Texans probably. Yeah. Going. I think I'm gonna say mine in, in in college football. Um, I think I think you can never go wrong with the Red River Shootout. Um, well, showdown, my bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you got, Texas versus Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Obviously, in Dallas, it, they they play at the state fair every year at the Texas State Fair. Mm-hmm. I, I think the Patriot, but I don't I, even if these teams weren't ranked, this would still be my game to watch. It's almost to me, it feel like a rite of passage. That's when mm-hmm. I know spring is coming. You got you know, these two teams jockeying out at the, at the state fair. I always, I always said if I was to ever be a part of some type of from a um, on on a politic level, when it's dealing with sports in the city, mm-hmm. I want I want to do something like this where we got two college football teams playing at our Virginia State Fair. 
I'm so envious of that. Like, so, um, and, and you got so much star power in this matchup. Obviously, you got Dylan uh, Gabriel for Oklahoma, that quarterback, and then Quinn Ewers for Texas. Um, this is going to be a good game. It's a high noon game. So, um, yeah, definitely the Red River um, showdown is definitely going down uh, this weekend. And, yeah, I think that's going to be the game. Hey, sit on the couch yeah. and watch this thing. Word, word. Yeah. Yep. So, we got to go into our pick seven. So, last week, oh, I don't man. mean to brag. Whatever, man. But, but, but your boy, your boy went seven and oh. I, I took that. I took that confidence pick. Everybody, that, I told you that Oklahoma City, Oklahoma State, beat beat Utah. I knew that that was the first game. I was like, oh, I think I'm gonna have a good weekend because I definitely. And that was kind of one. I was like, I don't know. I was a little shaky about that, but I was like, oh, if I start off like that and took that confidence pick, oh, I'm good for the week. I think so I'm I was. Just yeah. I think so. Yeah, so and, and this is a weird college football week because mm-hmm. a lot of stuff. It's like there's always a week that chaos ensues. I, I I don't know if it this like it could be the weekend that could happen, but to me it's too early for that. But it's the perfect time for it to be. I I get confused, but this is gonna be a crazy week. Uh, last week you went four four three. Um, so on the year, I am 21 and 7, and Mal, you are 16 and 12. So we'll get it going. So we got number 23, LSU at 21, Missouri. I'm going LSU. Okay. Uh I'm you know what? I'm gonna go with LSU. I'm gonna give me the fighting uh Angel Reese's. Give me uh, uh LSU. Okay, okay. Uh we got the Red River. Showdown, Oklahoma at Texas. Who you got? I'm going with Texas. Yeah, this is the weird one. This is the weird one. I, I low key want to put Texas because Texas is on a roll. But to me, because this will put them there because obviously they're number number three in the country. Right. <sighs> Keller Williams isn't walking through that door, but God dog it. Dylan Gabriel is. Give me Oklahoma. I knew he was going to do that. Oh, so give, now, give, me the, give, yeah, give me the fight in Marcus Dupree's. Come on, be on my side. He need to lose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and this is good. This is one where I'm like, like, oh, but we're, okay. Kentucky at Georgia. I'm going Georgia. Definitely going okay. Georgia. Like, oh, like, I'm to a point, I want to drink the, um, the, the, uh, oh, I really want to drink the Kentucky Kool Aid, the Bluegrass Kool Aid. Coach Stoop, I want to drink the St- Coach Stoop's Kool Aid because mm-hmm. Georgia's struggling. But yeah, give right. me UGA, give me, give me the fight of Amari Hodricks. So you know, shout out to him. You know, so give me, give me UGA. Right. All right. So we, got, so we go now. Transition to the NFL. We got the Bears versus the Commanders. Who you got? Oh boy. I'm giving it to the commanders, especially after that game. Um, especially what that didn't get blown out, right? Wasn't it an overtime game? Yeah, last week. Yeah. So like um Yeah. Yeah, and then your quarterback is starting to get a lot of respect too. So I'm going with the commanders. Yeah. So we got the Jaguars versus the Bills. 
in, in, in London at 9.30, get your tea and crumpets ready. Oh, yeah, get a spot of tea and right. put your alarm clock for 9.30. You yeah, got I'm Josh boy. Allen. And guess Sorry. what? The boys from the and guess what? The boys from the avenue is gonna be down there <laughs> next week. So, you know, so get get your get your clocks yeah. ready. Who you got? Jags and the Bills. Who you got? I'm going with the Bills. Okay. Yeah, I had the Bills as well. We got a Sunday night football game. We got the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, the Arlington football team. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I said it wrong. Uh, versus the San Francisco 49ers. Who you got? I'm going with the Niners. Yeah. Give me the 49ers as well. I think it's – yeah, it get a little ugly. We got the Packers at the Raiders. Who you got? I'm going with the Packers. It's a lot of um, it's a lot of turmoil, a lot of issues going on with them Raiders. Yeah, it's a lot, man. A it's lot. a lot. Like it's like you know you really you know what's funny? It's been a lot of people like doing investigation, even with my coach Tomlin. Like you know he only mm-hmm. won like what in the last. 10 years, like two playoff games or something like that. Yeah. And like when you really sit back and look at the Raiders with the last seven years, look how much drama they didn't have, man. Like it's never yeah. ending. Like, like old boy that just went kind of like off. Yeah, Chandler Jones, yep. Then uh Waller, you know, the issues with it's just always something. Like, man. Yeah. So, but yeah, I'm definitely going with for the Packers. I think they they rebound as well. Obviously, with that loss on Thursday night football, they got what mm-hmm. essentially what eleven days off. So, um, yeah, I think I think the Packers will take care of business in Vegas. Mm-hmm. They better because uh, if not, it's gonna be a rough season in Green Bay. Right. I think I think they got that they got that um, they got that taken care of. I think, in my personal opinion, that's in right. the back for them. So. Got to give out this week's game ball. Who you got? Who who gets his game ball this week? Who you got? I guess it's easy for me, man. I'm gonna give it. Um, I'm gonna give. Um, it's a tie. Um, I'm gonna give Carmani McClain and mm-hmm. um, and um, Amarion Miller, Amarion uh, Miller, um, both freshmen. Um, you know, in, both from Colorado, um, Buffalo. Um, Carmani came in and um, played some really good D, made an impact on the game, and Amarion Miller. Nobody really knew. Seven receptions, 196 yards, one TD. Yeah, and that's that game was crazy because so obviously, give you a timetable. Mm-hmm. So um, I you know game is at 12. Yeah. I think about halftime. So then I I head over to um to cover um uh, kicker, University right? of Richmond. Oh, oh no, um, yeah. yeah, University of Richmond football. Right. So I'm sitting there, you know, because I'm getting stuff, and everything. So it's about like right before the kickoff, like around three something. Right. I checked the score. Like, damn, they only down by the touchdown. It's, it's like three or four, three or four minutes left in the fourth quarter. So, right. I was like, wow, that's crazy. And then able to kind of see it. Yeah. When you watch the game of how his tempo was, they say, oh, he was running the ball, blah blah blah. And I was like, man, I hate to say this, but you see, Dak Prescott does that. Like he just, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So like, professional, um, a lot of professional quarterbacks do that. It'll come. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, because when I seen it, it was ugly. Like, Kayla Woods felt like he was hitting everything on the drive. And I like, yo, but it you was. You know what's funny yeah. about that? If if if, if Shador would have been smarter about getting the ball out, he gave them a lot of short 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 fields. And then the dude did that punt, that block punt. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was a mm-hmm. lot of like you you put more you gave them more easy chances than you should have. You got to look at yourself. Yeah. And then once they tried that. Yeah, because I was like, what? Because I was like, I was shocked when I looked at that score in the fourth quarter. I was like, dang, they even messed around and came back. And, and you know what else yeah. is funny? They're soft. They were soft in the middle. It was a bunch of in the middle running. Um, the running back hit that that a lot of the Buffalo, um, you know, they Buffalo was like, they wasn't able to do last few games. So that's why even he was trying to cite the uh, the defense by handing the ball up. And, you know, you ain't really supposed to do that. If y'all pay attention to Dak Prescott probably the last two years. That was some of the issues. Time, time, um, um, paying attention yep. to the time, you know, Joe, <laughs> Tony Romo, he shouldn't yep. have ran the ball. He's not going to be able to get this playoff. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. So, um, obviously, you know, it, with all this everything going on, we're talking about major sports, but I always want to kind of, in a sense, kind of sometimes give, like, the prep some love. So this, I think, is, like, my perfect opportunity. So I definitely got to give a huge shout-out to Huguenot running back Michael Dabney Jr., uh, 17 carries last week for 257 yards. He broke Deron Ferguson's single-game rushing record for Huguenot. If you don't remember Deron Ferguson – Right around my age and the late nineties, early two thousands, right around the turn of the century, we know Devon Ferguson was a dog. We got hey, Michael Dabney is a dog as well. So definitely huge shout out to him, and huge shout out to the Huguenot Falcons. Man, they're four and zero. They cracked the, the uh, Rich China Spash top t- um, top ten this week. Uh, just shout out what Coach Scott is doing out there on Forest Hill Avenue. We know what's going on, and you know, I'm telling you. Uh, you know they're gonna they're gonna be a problem come November. So we'll we'll talk about them. I think we we'll be a team that we'll be talking about when we bring Dan Lewis in about okay. a month from from now. That's gonna that's gonna that's gonna that's gonna put some you know that's gonna um Huguenot ain't Huguenot ain't in, in the food with Huguenot Huguenot right. is here. They back. So right. definitely you shout shout to Coach Guy and those folks down there on Forest Hill Avenue. We see you over there on the other side of the river. So we here. Right, so, our final your final thoughts this week. What you got? Oh man, getting excited. NBA's right around the corner. You know, I, I'm watching college back. I mean, college football basically because of uh, the Cali- the Colorado <laughs> Buffaloes. But it's yeah. just seeming even more intriguing because there's a lot of teams that's not that really hasn't been successful in a long time in college football. Starting to get these people from the portal and the NIL. Um, but um, it's getting to that point where it's just so much sports going on, like you know, from the major league baseball time. It's that's my favorite, you know, the playoffs and all that. That's one of my favorite times, you know. Yeah, sports toba for sure. Yeah. Sports toba, yep, yep, always the best you time of crazy? year. It's already about to be the fifth. Like when I was looking at you talking about Taylor Swift, and I was looking, I was like, well, damn, the 12th and the 13th is next week. Yeah, it's next week, yeah, for sure. Time is flying by, man. It's it's here, and like you said. And your birthday right around the corner. Your birthday, yeah, about three weeks. Yeah, about three weeks. Yeah, I got the the strippers. What's up? Man, that's yeah, that's yeah. I know. And then now, you know, especially you know, it's definitely gonna be busy season. Obviously, you know, with everything going on, and then college footballs get ready to start. College basketball get ready to start up. So it's a lot going on. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be a grind, but. We here for it, you know. Right, we right. here for it. Definitely, definitely pumped um, for that coming up as well. So yeah, this is Sports Tober. 
Always a great time of the year. Um, you know, where all, all the sports essentially kind of collide in this um in this month. So yeah. Uh social media before we head on out, what you got? Um Deshaun Morgan, um Facebook and DT Morgan 78 Instagram. All right. So uh pretty much uh Couch Coach Live, uh on any type of social media you got, Facebook, Twitter slash X, uh Instagram. Uh, Couch Coach Live. Also, um, the website, couchcoachlive.com. Check out there. Um, got a few articles there here and there. I know the latest one is when I did a recap of uh, University of Richmond's loss to Hampton. Um, so I got that posted on, on the website as well. Um, tomorrow night, um, commanders in the chat. Um, pretty much a live stream tomorrow night mm-hmm. as the commanders face the Bears. That'll be 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Um that's Thursday. Then Saturday, um, catch me on the NFC Beast. Uh, we had cool uh, tap in, uh, tap in with us a little earlier. Uh, so that's me, uh, big time, AK Doug, uh, Wise, Sam, a couple guys. You know, pretty much representing the NFC East. That's at nine o'clock Eastern Standard Time. That is on the Couch Coach Live Twitter page. And yeah, I think that is it. And then obviously. Um, you can catch me on um, NFL Matchup Madness. Uh, you pretty much I share those out to on my personal Facebook page, which I think is facebook.com slash couch coach Powell, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, man. And we here, uh, Sports Tober. And yeah, man, this wraps up another week of uh, Couch Coach Live. We'll catch you guys next week. And we're out. Welcome.